0: <laughs> I haven't been late other than the other day in like a week. Cody, you're the you're also the king of arguing. Like you, you're not consistently late. Listen,
1: you're both always fucking late. Like, what's That's the argument true. to be had? You and me Jake, are always you, on here first. Oh, uh, get out of here, Jake! If we say nine o'clock, I'm the first one here. So let's let's <laughs> don't listen. All I'm saying is. You're both late all the time so you think can't I'm, complain to I'm the only one allowed to complain about late. But you think That's I'm what, as and I'm consistently not complaining late as Cody? Uh yeah.
0: That's insane. <laughs> That's insane and you know it. Anthony. <laughs>
1: That's insane. That's what you, got, and bitch. you know it. No, That's I'm not defending Cody by saying that though. Like you, you're you're both late. You're both late guys. You're <laughs> you're, no. you're late.
0: Cody is notoriously late.
2: <laughs> I
1: am not
2: Cody, your own uh, friends say that. Yeah, uh, What are you guys? Are you not my friend? I'm not your
0: friend, dude. <laughs>
1: I would say this. Cody treats it as, like we've talked about this, like a, I'll be there in five minutes like a drug dealer, dealer would say, right? So like, I'll be there in five minutes, could be 15 minutes to uh, who knows Two an how long. An hour.
0: <laughs> Two hours. So I mean,
1: sometimes, yeah, at least yeah,
0: if yeah. I say, "Hey, I'm running a little late," I pretty much get on within ten minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I want to deny that, but th- this is the funniest thing. But both of you guys do. You'll both be like, "I'm hopping on," but there's like a maybe ten <laughs>
0: to twenty minute window. Like, dude, hopping well, what on means, I got to do a lot of preparation to hop on. <laughs> to preparation,
1: and, H, yeah, preparation
0: H. Yeah, preparation H. These appointments. <laughs> yeah. I just like
1: don't have it in me to be a late person. I'm just not wired that way. It's like we get That's it, who Anthony. You're better than us. <laughs> no, like if I try, if I like try to not be late, I'll somehow be earlier. Like it's just like I'm an anxious person, so I need to be like, you know what I mean. I just need to get it over with, as opposed to like waiting.
2: I don't know. Like it's all Cody's fault. Do you guys think that somewhere out there, there's a universe where Cody isn't late? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> 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 fuck you, dude.
0: <laughs> I think in every universe you get consi- like later and later and later.
1: <laughs> this is actually our best, best case scenario for
2: Cody, <laughs> dude. That's fucked up. I mean, oh.
1: yeah, you could fuck with the Clock King. Like every time he would try to plan something, like you
0: never show up. Yeah. <laughs> From Batman? Yeah, yeah, no, I know I know the more like the Cock King dude.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what they call me. (laughs) (laughs) Cody the Cock (laughs) King cannon. It. It yeah, quadruple C's. C's. <laughs>
1: quadruple C's
0: Quadruple C's <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm here now And that's all that matters <laughs> The present The present In this moment Yeah, in this, this moment, moment Which takes us to the topic of today Everything, everywhere, all at once This is Comics and Chronic I'm Jacob H. As always, you know who's with me I'm not even going to say their names because they suck And I hate them both No, Anthony Anaccio, Cody Wailaka Cannon uh, this movie was sick actually like was not what I thought it was going to be I mean I thought it was going to be you know like just an action movie it was almost like dude it was super endearing
2: yeah like it's actually
0: like it's kind of about like generational trauma being passed down from like one person to another especially in the eyes of like like immigrants that people because I have a few friends here like that are like Indian and it's so important to their parents that they become something like a lawyer or a doctor and they're disappointed when they choose things like, you know, being a comedian or actor. So like that's like what I took away from the movie. I was like, oh, it's kind of like low key that. Like it's her she's disappointed in the fact that she didn't make the choices that she wanted to make in life. And she kind of took it out on her daughter. And she created a villain by doing it. Once again, toxic femininity
1: was all over this movie. (laughs) (laughs) They go hand in hand with with multiverses. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Dude. I, I mean, that's one of the good things about the movie is that just like how there's multiple universes where anything can happen everything there's so many layers to this universe, uh, like uh, so many layers to the story. So many lessons I feel like to be taught just from this one movie. Cause I mean, uh, while I completely agree with what you're saying about general generational trauma and stuff being passed on, I'm also looking at it as like the kind of story where like you kind of get to choose and be, you know what I mean? Like the universe, there's endless possibilities and every choice you make, opens and yeah i mean it's just like one of those movies that you, depending on i don't know it made me feel like i was looking at things through a slightly different lens when i walked out dude i
0: agree with that sentiment when i walked out like literally when i was walking out of the theater and i was at the mall i like dude i, I don't know i felt like mall. i felt like i was tripping low key it was kind of hazy like it felt super hazy and i was like dude like what is anyone here even real <laughs> like it was just no, i was in awe i sat through i was so awestruck by the movie That I just sat there through the entire credits, and I was like, "Dude, that was nuts."
1: There was one part towards the end that like really, really, really sucked me in, and it's when like there's like a thirty second long like montage of just her in every universe, and it's kind of just like flashing before you. Almost felt like the Willy Wonka like boat (laughs) ride scene, but like I'm staring at it, and I couldn't look away or even blink. I was like glued to the center of the screen. It was so amazing. Like. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you know that this movie had only like five VFX artists Wow! and it has some of the coolest visual effects I've seen in like movies. Like it's, there's really cool practical effects and there's like really cool, just like multiverse effects. What did you guys think of that? Yeah. All this shit was dope.
2: Yeah, dude, it was, it was, I mean, it was just insane. It was, it really just like made me think. And, and it honestly, like you it, like things that i struggle with in life you know, i walked out feeling clear about and like i i almost just like felt even though I do agree with Jake's sentiment about how I felt almost like I walked out of like I got the same epiphanies I get through a trip I walked out of the movie feeling that way.
0: Yeah, I felt very euphoric like how you do post mushroom trip or
2: exactly. DMT trip. And while I agree with that, I felt more grounded and secure in myself after the movie somehow. It was so heartwarming, like truly a like touching family drama. It was one of the main elements in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you guys see Turning Red
1: by any chance, the Disney Pixar movie? No. I don't know if it's Pixar.
2: Uh, but it it,
1: it dealt with a lot of the same themes, like the generational trauma. Uh, and it was an Asian family too.
0: Well, yeah, it's a red panda, dude. Indigenous to Asia. <laughs>
1: I feel like it's a good companion piece to this movie in an interesting way. Dude, also, uh,
0: it was really cool to see. I'm going to butcher his name, so I feel bad, but K Hugh Quinn, if, um, I sincerely doubt I'm pronouncing that correctly, but the, the dude Kwan. who played, yeah, the, yeah, Kihi Kwan, dude, that guy from uh, the Goonies and Indiana Jones too. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's cool that he was in this movie. He literally hasn't done a movie since those. Yeah like that's he, crazy like, and this yeah. is
2: the movie he chose to come back for
0: dude and he was to me like he was honestly the most heartwarming part about it i felt so bad for him that his wife was such a bitch towards him and he like loved he her. Was even, my favorite character yeah he was mine too even, i liked even his philosophy he, even when he wanted a divorce he like didn't really want it because he still loved her but he was like dude you're not happy and you make me unhappy and feel unappreciated Hmm. And, uh, and in every universe he felt like that
1: right that's what was really cool about the movie that throughout every universe it was still telling the same story like it's still about these characters and how, how uh, Evelyn and her husband are dealing with their marriage how uh, she's dealing with her relationship with her father to her daughter like it, it with all these big sci-fi things happening that's still the more important aspect of the movie Mm-hmm you know everything connects to like you were saying that family trauma and you know what what's funny that like we're talking about it like there's a lot of dramatic parts of the movie but it's also fucking hilarious i thought the movie was really funny
0: but i knew that going in that it was going to be funny what i didn't know and what caught me off guard and surprised me was how Serious and like meta and dramatic it was. I knew it was going to be action packed and I knew it was going to be funny. That's but I was I was awestruck by the humor.
1: I was awestruck about how
2: deep it was. Did you guys
1: ever see a Swiss Army Man?
2: No. Have you seen that, Cody? I fell asleep every time I tried to watch it. Not. Not to any fault of the movie. I'll just say I always tried to put it on. Like one time I was really hungover. One time I was late at night. You know what I mean? It's never something I just like sat when I was in a position to really watch anything.
1: Gotcha. I I would I would highly recommend that movie. It's the same kind of thing. The whole like great mix of drama and comedy, but same directors. The directors, uh, Daniel, they're both named Daniel. So it will be like directed by Daniels. Yeah. Did you notice that the Brewster brothers produced this? I don't know who those are and no. Yes, you do know who they are. The The
0: Brewster. The Russo brothers. I thought you said the
1: Avengers, Brewster brothers. Like who the fuck are the Brewster brothers? <laughs> the Brewster brothers. Endgame.
0: Infinity War. <laughs> Captain America. Silver. Never War. heard of it. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, what? Community. Yeah. Now <laughs> they. Me? They. Uh, did you notice they produced it? I was surprised when I saw their. I didn't notice produced. that.
1: No. Yeah. But it was a pretty low budget movie. I. I they might have produced it, but I don't think the movie had as as much of a. Uh, at least that's what the director said. They were like, you know, like I said, again, they only had like five VFX people and there were like 500 visual effects in the movie. That's pretty wild. Like everyone like edited the movie, like it was made during the pandemic. So they were like editing it through like in their bedrooms.
2: That's insane.
1: But it doesn't seem like a low quality movie by any standard. You know what I mean? It's, it's an, no. it's I mean, amazingly it's still, it's unique, it's you still know, an A24
0: movie for sure. Mm hmm.
1: You know the main character? They wanted Jackie Chan to originally be the main character. I believe it. Like it wasn't going to be Michelle Yeoh.
0: Oh, he actually doesn't even live in America anymore. Do you know why?
1: Um, I think he had a rumble in the Bronx, and he was like, nah. I'm gonna go back there.
0: <laughs> no, nah. he wanted to do more roles than the shit he was getting, but he kept getting typecast. Oh, like the like, nanny? What that was that Asian... shit he was in? No, I just mean like they were going to give him like more type of roles like Rush Hour, where he's always the... Comedic Chinese karate relief character. Oh, he wants gotcha. to do more dramatic shit, and uh, he moved to China. He does cinema in China now. He's like, you know, obviously huge over there and stupid wealthy. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a great actor. He's he is way more than an action star. He he also is a great singer. <laughs> like apparently he's also got some some hits inside of him.
0: Dude, he should be on Masked Singer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, Jake, that's get what him I'd on
0: like to see. Get we're gonna get him on mass singer
1: yeah <laughs> jake you're the reality show producer of the group so you gotta get him
2: on and now i'm gonna hit up hit up my boy
1: jackie
2: <laughs> dude do it dude all i'm saying though is michelle yo was incredible she deserves but be- honestly if this thing doesn't sweep at the oscars i'll be kind of which it won't it's not but, going to. but it deserves it hmm G-Kwan, does it deserve I would give the Oscar to that guy, Key Ki- Best support Key Kwan, I would give to best supporting yeah, actor.
1: Yeah, Kwan for sure.
0: Honestly. Supporting yeah. actor. I thought his performance give- was just the best.
2: Mm-hmm. Dude, I would give best actress to Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I would, I would do uh, that. I would do that. Dude, she was incredible. She was. Even even Joy.
1: Um I don't know that. I think her name supporting is Stephanie actress, Wu. Man. She, yeah, she, she was, was good. Great. She was good
2: too, but I'm not
0: going to give her best supporting. Yeah.
1: I think that character was originally going to be Aquafina played by Aquafina. Really? Yeah, I kind of like this. Uh, I kind of like this take on it. Yeah, yeah. No, she was great. She's 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 hilarious. I mean, I've seen her in Nora from Queens. I've only seen her do comedy and the comedy. Her comedy in this. Oh my god, the scene where she fucking the hallway scene which was yeah with the cops when so you first cool. see
2: her power yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she, she, yeah, she killed really that like one cop that. with the dildos <laughs> yes <laughs> yes she killed the cop with the dildos the first one she just turned into confetti confetti yeah
1: yeah p- it was like her wanda illuminati scene in, a, in an interesting way <laughs> so
0: who went in the multiverse battle jobu topaki or wanda
2: jobu Tupaki. yeah jobu Ooh, i'm giving it to jobu
1: yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Wanda, Jobu Tabaki was pretty powerful. But Wanda, what if she, Wanda can dreamwalk, man? What if she dreamwalked into other. So can Jobu. That's her whole thing. Yeah. That's true. true. Jobu That's was literally. Was yeah. dreamwalking. You're right.
1: And I mm. almost want to say that Joe doesn't have to like use words, whereas Wanda maybe has to say something. I don't know. Like, I always get the impression Wanda has to say something to warp reality. She was like smoking a gun, like in oh, the comics, the but in the movie, yeah. Wanda didn't say anything. She just kind of dreamwalked. Well, she was like, What mouth? You know, I don't know. I
2: don't, I that's
1: yeah. I'm giving it to Joe because that's the episode and she gets it.
2: <laughs> I'm giving it to Joe Boo. I, I, I'm i giving it to Jobu because while Wanda was a. A super powerful demon thing what well, you know which uh joe butopaki was just a creature of pure chaos hmm. really just like anything could happen at any point no matter what like how many times did she get blown away or stabbed or whatever yeah. and then just laugh it off because yeah. it didn't even affect her you know yeah, yeah.
1: I really like the visual where you see like only the back of her head and she puts her finger up and she like moves it like it's and it sounds like a ticking clock and she's just finding a universe to go into. That was just so simple, but like so like, yes, like that's that's a cool way to show the multiverse like it's just she's like choosing between and even though it's like a split second you see one of them she's like it looks like she's a bus driver and she's about to get into like a giant like head-on collision mm. like there's like so many small moments in the movie that are just like holy shit like it just
2: it really makes it hey, listen anthony a i want to apologize for us both being so technologically inept uh but be for itself, to... bro. I don't, Jake,
0: need,
2: you, I don't Jake, need you apologizing you are easily, for me. Easily, when it comes to tech and apps and stuff, you are easily the the worst of the three. Okay. that. But there's a
0: universe out there where I'm not the most technologically inept.
1: No but that's not this universe unfortunately
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude and that's one thing that like I spent maybe like an hour that night just thinking of who I would be in different universes mm. and what kind of me well it it seems like all the other universes
0: were her of things that she wanted to do in that one life she wanted to be an actor she wanted to like yeah for sure that the, the, the guy even even alpha alpha. Alpha Wayne Wayman, Alpha Wayman says there's a universe where you're not this nobody. He basically calls her a right. nobody where you're utterly useless. That's another thing that I like that they're from the Alpha Verse.
1: Yeah, the Alpha Verse. I thought that was funny. So going back to like like so yeah, I also watched it twice and I caught some interesting things at the beginning of the movie that I obviously I just wasn't looking for anything, you know, first time around. I'm just like, you know, I the movie does a really good job, by the way, of kind of like teaching you the rules before going deeper into the world. You know what I mean? Like they kind of explain everything to her a couple of a few times, actually, because like it's kind of complicated. But once you get what's going on with how like you have to do a certain action to become your multiversal self, you know? And there's something that happens where you go, when she goes into another body or something like that's happening, where she kind of like, it's almost like her body convulses. It's almost like really quickly, like you see maybe her shoulders move, like her eyes maybe
2: go back. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, and so at the. I know exactly. It's like, they do a really good. They don't make, it's a, it's a really smart, complex Insane off the rails movie, but they make it so easy to read, so to speak. You know what right. I mean? Like they just spell it out for you.
1: Right. And so there's like basically movie rules that are going on. And so at the beginning of the movie, re watching it, there's, there's a part where her and, and Wayman, her husband Evelyn and her husband Wayman are talking at the dinner table and they're, they're talking about her father. And like Wayman's kind of going off on a tangent and she's kind of zoning out. And she's like, he's like, Evelyn, were you listening? And she kind of does that thing. Mm -hmm. So it it made me wonder, like, was that her going in the past, like reliving that moment? Was that a different Evelyn, like, you know, making her way through it? Or she just got caught in the crossfire? I thought it was just, I don't know what it means, but it, it happened. And I was like, okay. And then a little while after that she's watching Wayman on the security cameras. You know, which part I'm talking about, like you get to see all the TVs
0: flipping and cartwheeling all over the place.
1: Yeah. Like what? So it's obviously he's already like start initiating the whole thing where alpha Wayman is looking for, uh, our universes. Evelyn. Yeah. Such again, cool little details. You know what I noticed? And I don't know if anyone
0: else noticed it. Speaking of the name Wayman, did you guys notice Wayman from workaholics in the movie? Yeah.
1: Yes, that's who he was from. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He was part of the uh barbershop quartet. Yeah, he was part of the
0: thing, barbershop whatever. quartet.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. there, there were so many like just a little surprise cameo looking like actors that I've seen before, but didn't you know what I mean? I mean Jenny Slate
0: keep, was in there. Exactly. Jenny Slate, yeah. Big nose. Yeah, big nose. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love yeah, they just like, call her big oh, nose. Such a big nose. <laughs> It's funny as fuck. I
1: was surprised she came to the party at the end. Like, you didn't think she was going to show up, but that small... Again, a small thing. She's like,
0: yeah, I showed up. I cracked up when she's fighting... Uh, with the pomeranian, with the pomeranian, yeah. swinging it like oh my god, like the girl yeah. in Kill Bill. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, Dude, that was, was awesome. cool too. That, another cool thing about that movie is you can tell it was made for cinephiles, made by and made for cinephiles. Yeah. Like there's so many references to. So many other movies and classic cinema and stuff like that, all throughout. Yeah, and even though Kill Bill is also old, like old kung fu movie references, when you see
1: her like training her pinky or learning kung fu in the alternate universe, it reminded me of Kill Bill Volume Two, where you see. Uh, I mean, Uma even her master had that. the white hair, like the yeah. master in
0: Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, it was totally, exactly. definitely like that. No, I I, I agree. It was a. Uh, it was just awesome, dude, and like also. My theater experience, like everyone in the theater was loving it.
1: Yeah, same, uh, same.
0: It's funny that this movie has been out for like what five weeks now. My theater was pretty packed, man. Yeah, I think people are hearing like from their friends, like, dude, check this out, and they're still mm-hmm. going. You know what I
2: mean? Oh, uh, yeah. that's exactly. I think it's the kind of thing where like opening weekend isn't going to be an indicator to how. Culturally significant, I think this movie will be, honestly. Yeah, mm.
0: I, uh, I very much want to watch this movie again for sure.
2: I say, I truly believe this will end up being the kind of movie that people look back on in the same way they do movies like Donnie Darko, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You know what I mean? So it's a cult be- classic in the making,
1: you said? I yeah, feel like that too. Or- I think it has oh, a cult no classic doubt. potential. Yeah. Dude,
2: fucking,
0: I cracked up. With uh when you finally see rakakuni <laughs>
1: rakakuni Yes, was, oh, because it's my, Might be like, my favorite parts of the movie.
0: Like an hour <laughs> before that, you think she's getting it wrong, and even her daughter is like, Do you mean ratatouille? Yeah, <laughs> and then you see the, sh- the hibachi chef, and he takes off his hat. And there's a raccoon on top yeah. of him. fucking. Yeah. Oh man, or even singing a
1: song
2: like yeah. a Disney-esque singing song. A Disney song yeah. When they're cooking.
1: yeah, he's like raccoonie. Now <laughs> yeah. she knows too much. Get yeah, her. yeah, get her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I oh love raccoonie. It was it was like literally enjoyable. I'm not gonna lie, I felt every emotion in watching Bro, that yeah. movie mm-hmm. i felt every single emotion i felt anger i was genuinely mad at like how shitty evelyn was to her daughter and her husband i was like dude you have such a doting husband and like your daughter just wants to be accepted and you're being such a fucking bitch towards them yeah i felt joy i felt sad dude, i like i'm not going to lie there was like literally a few parts
2: where i like teared up i was like damn dude this is fucking yeah it it was home, weird <laughs> cuz it got me to the verge of tears multiple times but never once pushed me over and i I'm an easy crier in movies. That almost felt intentional. You know what I mean? Like, I cry really easily in movies.
1: You're saying the movie was edging you, Cody? Oh, yeah. Emotionally edging. Emotionally edging. (laughs) It was emotionally edging in the
2: best way. Dude, it was. Dude, see,
0: for me, it didn't edge me. I full-on climaxed via tears.
2: (laughs) Oh, for me, it was just emotional edging, but it felt intentional. Like, it felt like it was so – there was – a lot of joy in the movie, like really just like really happy moments. Beautiful, it was beautiful.
0: I uh, I really enjoyed the scene uh, when they're both rocks in that universe, yeah. God, that was when they're so just real. boulders, Dude, Also, that was cool because once again, like quiet place, my entire theater was dead silent watching,
1: it. Yep, same. yeah. Like, same, it, it was
0: just cool. I was like, man, this movie is like it really like controlled you and took you on this like. I mean, journey. Journey. It's a multiversal it journey. Yeah. yeah. Like, knew what it was doing. And uh, I mean, I already know what I'm going to give it just because, like, even while I was watching it, I was like, this is a six. I was like, this movie's a solid <laughs> six. Yeah.
2: It's, it was fucking Dude. beautiful. Yeah. It really, it definitely, I totally agree. It was so crazy because when I went to Shaky Knees, I saw a band and their concert kind of took me on a journey. And there was times when I was dancing, like at a club almost, there was times when I was holding my heart sobbing. And this, I went just like a week or two after that to see this and literally had a similar type of experience and was just like, wow, this is really like, I feel like I'm being walked through a story. Like I'm experiencing it. Like, like I know it was in a theater and it's just a movie or whatever, but I felt like I was like being walked through it personally. almost. Yeah, I agree. It did a really good
0: job at leading you by the hand
2: yeah, through this yeah. adventure.
1: Cause it's complicated. It's a
0: complicated story. It is complicated for how complicated it is. They really balanced out like the multiverse, their multiverse. I, w- I would say they almost handled the multiverse better than Dr. Strange yeah absolutely it's different don't get me wrong so like you to a degree you cannot genuinely compare but like damn i was like this is yeah pretty solid but it's just
1: like with any like movie with like supernatural creatures or whatever as long as you establish the rules which they do then that's it those are their rules and they're concrete they're pretty concrete rules like it makes like not everything in the movie makes sense if you're really like putting it to scrutiny like the way Sometimes Wayman changes into people like I, it, it's a bit confusing at first, I guess. But really, you I know, you have so. to do something. What did you guys think about this? Like, I think my favorite scene for when someone has to transform into a multiverse self is um, when that security guard comes the, in and jumps on the, the trophy. Yeah, yeah, like the asshole first in yeah. the butt yeah. plug trophy.
0: Yeah. That was great. And then that other dude has like something else in his ass. Yeah, it's another, another trophy. trophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just yeah. shoving trophies
2: up their ass. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious, dude. That was hilarious. Dude, also, um, shout
0: out to Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't know she was in the movie. Oh, she was great until I saw dude, her. I was like, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie dude. Lee Curtis. Yeah, she was. I didn't know she was going to be. I know she was in it until they showed her. I was like, oh shit. Jamie and Lee it Curtis. was
2: so funny, like her giving them until the evening. Yeah. And- I kind of love when Evelyn, like, punches her in the face at the yeah, elevator. Exactly. She's like, what the fuck yes. are you doing? Yeah, and he, she was like, you told me to fight. He was like, I was talking about us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And also her character was a bit more complex than I than I expected to. Like I thought she was gonna be a Karen at first. Like when she gets punched in the face, it seems like she makes a h- bigger exaggeration. No, she, she was kind of
0: like sad and she had divorced her husband. Yeah, and then it yeah. was kind of like beautiful to see in that other universe. Her and Evelyn are a couple.
2: Yeah. And the yeah. hot dog, yeah. dog, the finger hot dog universe. fingers and
0: they play the piano with their feet. <laughs>
2: yeah. Dude, the hot dog fingers was fucking hysterical. Yeah, That's so, so random. That shit weird... grossed me out though, I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty um, cool. Was <laughs> like, oh. it, well that, but that was the Point. They yeah, yeah, wanted you e to sure. feel gross.
0: Yeah. I love the dad, also very famous actor. I forget his name, but you know Evelyn Evelyn's father.
1: No fuck, I knew his name. I had it. James Hong. James Hong. Is it James? That's Hong James or Hong. Right. Yes, yes, we've seen him. We've heard his James, voice a lot. We've James seen Hong. him in like every movie.
2: Yeah, he was. He was, was great. Yeah, he killed. It I think
1: the, was, oh, the first movie I saw him in was Balls of Fury. You guys ever see Balls of course Fury? I've seen yeah. Balls of yeah. Man, it was so
2: stupid. <laughs> One so of those stupid, stupid mid 1000s movies. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Walken was the. Yes, Christopher movie.
0: Walken. Balls of Fury is so stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> do you think somewhere out there in the multiverse there's a one where Balls of Fury is like a cinematic masterpiece. Oh, yeah. it's like,
0: there's a Balls of Fury <laughs> cinematic universe. It's Like Citizen Kane in another universe. <laughs> <laughs> a highly regarded film. <laughs> yeah,
2: Balls of Fury. <laughs> that, that and Strange
0: Wilderness. Did you guys ever see that movie? Dude, I no. loved that movie. Dude, I, I know, you hated it. It. Dude, it I know so you hated it. it Dude, it was I know you so dumb. It. It. it always Me looked kind of dumb. It was it. so not funny. I was like, this is... I thought
2: it was
1: hysterical. Oh, yeah, that tracks. Fuck <laughs> yeah. No was a cool random detail in the movie too. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Like, there's a song that vaguely is mentioned or played throughout it. You remember this song called
2: "Story of a Girl"? Yes. Yeah. Did you notice that, Cody? Yeah, because there's that part where he's just like saying the lyrics. Yes. In conversation.
1: Yeah. He's like, your your clothes never wear as well the next day. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What? And then he just keeps, he changes it a bit. I'm like, okay, maybe that wasn't intentional. He just goes off, but then he does it. It just like happens throughout. Like you hear it. You actually hear the song playing in a bunch of universes and it sounds slightly different. Like it's not explicit and they never bring it up. But I thought I was like, why is that small detail? Like, I guess the movie is a story of a girl, you know, like it's all about Evelyn's life. But again, small details. Like I love when movies like do that. It's like, I'm not saying it's like the extra mile. What's how do I want to put it? It's just like it just makes it feel like a more complete world when it's just like these very very small details that almost seem insignificant. But I don't know, like that that
2: that's I thought that was cool. It's one of those movies where like every detail almost feels like it has a purpose everything is kind of tied together it's very full and rounded and fleshed out Mm. like you know one of the best scenes
1: of the movie or one of the best parts is when evelyn kind of resurrects i guess like at one point in the movie it's like the end and it's like the end of the movie almost and that's
2: only the end of part one
1: yeah, at like the end of the first act, basically, or at least part yeah. one of the movie. But there's a part where she stabs Waymond in one universe. Yeah, that's just But sad. in the other universes, it's like what she says to him is kind of like a stab in the gut.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's the universe where she's a super famous actress in China. And he even says to her when they're talking to Alleyway and he's like don't he's like don't do that to me don't give me false hope that we're ever going to be together yeah so like yeah you're right he like whether it's physically or emotionally like she does stab him in the heart i mean she even loki stabs him when she finally signs the divorce papers because he doesn't really want it
2: yeah exactly he like wants her to like want to him basically yes yeah, he wants her to be more present yeah and what that's like another thing too is that like in, throughout the movie you're like is she not actually listening or is it that like her whole life, she was kind of meant for this role of like always being kind of like slightly more in tune with the multiverse than everyone else. And you know what I mean? No, I think she
0: wasn't like a present mother and wife.
2: No, I mean, I agree with you. I think that like overall, that's a theme throughout many of the multiverses and stuff like that. All, but what I'm saying though is, like, do you think this one, like, because the thing is, like, if all of this stuff also kind of insinuates that, like, everything is happening all. You know what I mean? So like, do you think cuz she's so spacey and everyone's like, "Are you listening?" Do you think that's like an indication that she's like kind of always been in tune with the multiverse? Maybe, because you know the I'm movie saying? even Yeah, ends. I get what you're saying.
0: The movie even ends where once again they're doing the tax things and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "Are you listening?" And you see before Evelyn is like hearing different things and then she's like, "Yes, I'm sorry. What did you say?" And then it cuts To the credits, Mm, so it's like it's like is she still in touch with the multiverse? Will we get more Evelyn multiverse shit?
2: I mean, I don't think we'll do get more in the sense that a twenty four. I don't think they're going to make another movie. But is it implied to like
0: oh now she now that she knows the multiverse is out there, can she like better 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 attune to it?
2: uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like one of those movies that like while it walks you through and describes stuff, it's also like. It doesn't over-explain or like force. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, at it, le- it does. Leave yeah, because there's like that
1: everything bagel black hole. You know that's Dude, that that like was big- such a good touch. <laughs> yeah, she
2: she was like, yeah, she was like, I put everything on a bagel,
1: <laughs> like
2: everything, and just like like listing like emotions, feelings, moments, yeah. dogs, and then she just goes sesame poppy seed (laughs) salt (laughs) and she's like and then it imploded on itself yeah you know was just ridiculous like like and i I loved that the antithesis to the chaotic nothing matters is almost like you're right nothing matters but with love and that was it
1: you know what i mean yeah yeah like when she's with the raccooni chef he's like when he loses rakakuni he's like now that i'm alone i'm useless and she goes we're all useless alone but you're lucky now cuz you have me you know like oh like th- that i love that line because it's just so true it's just like yeah it's, there's a uselessness that everyone feels in life but we're all in it you know together you know that's what makes us not useless
0: fuck there was damn there was something when i was watching it yesterday there was a line that stuck out i forget what it was but to the word, that's repeating the movie. it to myself Ch- while watching the chock movie. chock
2: full of lines yeah there's is some that? good
0: there's some good like very the uh, one
2: i
1: love that i wrote down was was wayman's when he's in the alleyway and he says when i choose to see the good side of things i'm not being naive it's strategic and necessary it's how i've learned to survive through everything like yeah i no, like that, that a cool. lot I like uh, that. That
2: resonated with me, kind of. Right? Because I feel like I am, like... Because that's how he fights. That's what he says. This is how
1: I fight, you know, by, by seeing the good side of things. Yeah. Yeah, it resonated with me, too. You know, that's why I loved Wayman's. It's just, like, you know, like, resonated I'm not a tough... All the
2: pussies, I
0: guess. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so, so be it. Wayman was awesome. Wayman wasn't a pussy, you know? In this you universe, know, know. he was Wayman just was dealing with his own thing. battle. You know, you give him a fanny pack... Give him uh, some chapstick, a he'll pack, fuck yeah. you up. <laughs>
0: that was funny that he just bit the chapstick and started eating it. Yeah.
1: Oh, another cool little detail. He had a little pig on his fanny pack. Yeah. When we see uh, Jobu Tapaki when she goes in the hallway, she has a pig on a leash. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, Jobu was fucking
1: insane. Dude, I,
2: I liked when their
0: father, uh, in the final battle, when he like... Is it like a bunch of computers or his wheelchair forms like an exoskeleton suit? Yeah, remember? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That shit was cool. Kicking ass. Yeah.
2: Dude. Yeah. It just gets absolutely like, you're just like, how can, like, it It goes completely bonkers while still making it feel like a totally normal, acceptable movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't It like, like if you were to. It just like goes so off the rails, but in the most like guided, focused way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I like how at the end, where when Evelyn kind of unlocks her powers, like, I want to say she becomes the one. <laughs> yeah. It did a big Matrix
2: vibes. A lot too, of Matrix with- vibes. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. And so when Joe Butapaki you know she'll like turn you into confetti or fuck you up with dildos by the way like there you could there's like behind the scenes and she's like training with other people to fight with the dildos like hardcore like they're actually fighting with the dildos uh but like she uses her powers in really fucked up ways whereas evelyn like she'll take you and like fix your life she'll find the universe where your life was fixed or you got what you wanted and she makes everyone happy like you know the dude where in one universe he's like d- into like BDSM shit like he's yeah. getting spanked? Oh, yeah. That's she, one of the directors of him. the movie.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
1: But like she gives him what he wants, which was the spanking and that oh, yeah. like stops it. Like it's hilarious. I, uh. That's hilarious. Yeah. That was cool. Every Everything in this movie is just like not wasted, I guess. Every second has either a really powerful emotion, like you were saying. It makes you either feel something. That's it. It's always like that's what a great movie is always going to make you feel something like, you know, Multiverse of Madness. It had heavy themes, but it, you know, it didn't make me feel as much as this movie Man, did by any stretch. Not, you not know? even close. Mm-hmm. And I
2: still I'm not I wouldn't take away my six from. Multiverse no you, exactly
1: and it, i'm sure the six you give that is different from the six you give this i mean i don't know if you're giving this a six but
2: yeah well <laughs> all i'm saying is like i like but yeah this i don't know this movie was just uh, just like honestly like awe inspiring mm. yeah for sure Dude, yeah, the dad was super cool. The first time you realize that there's an alpha dad, and he, when he like knocks her, because he's she's showing her, it's the first time her mom's, Joy showing Evelyn the bagel, and then the dad just like zooms by in his like futuristic cart and (laughs) slams her through the wall.
1: Yeah, yeah. The movie just once it like sets those ground rules, it starts expanding it and like. It seems to play it looser and looser. Like every time, it's like, well, the rule is, you know, you have to do this thing to switch to like a variant of yourself. And she always fucks up. Evelyn never does it the right way, and it's always like, no, you could like your brain could explode. People die if they do that. And she just like whatever, fuck it. Yeah, like she's the one. She could turn into anything, no matter what.
0: I don't know if I took it away that she was the big. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I honestly like. It wasn't like a prophecy. I'm just calling her the. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call her. I mean, dude, she also was. She caused a lot of pain in in her family's life. She pushed her own daughter away until the end. That's why, like, what I'm saying is, like, despite how bonkers and crazy, they managed to keep it grounded in that. In the end, the the real themes were like family, accountability, acceptance, like Mm -hmm. you know, trauma, like those, like the sci-fi shit is almost like. The backdrop. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, the yeah. setting.
0: Yeah. But no, it was awesome. Highly enjoyable and sick fights, too, man.
2: Dude, yeah, the, the, the choreography, fight, choreography was awesome. Incredible. Yeah. I think it was
1: the same uh, fight choreographer as Shang-Chi. That, I could see that. I could see that.
0: Probably. Or, I mean, yeah.
1: There's a lot of. I don't want to assume that just are they, both
0: Asian movies. I'm not racist. No,
1: there's a lot of fights in Shang-Chi guys- where people jump asshole first onto clubs. <laughs> it, it happens throughout the movie. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. I, it was just really touching. Like I really uh, the movie had heart. Had heart. Yeah, it was. It was so like every character developed as the movie went on, but it. It was weird because it was like less of development and just showing every character having like slight differences in every universe. It was just wild. You heard? I don't
0: think it is the same choreographer. Andy Chang is the choreographer for Shang-Chi.
2: Hmm.
1: He was maybe the stunt coordinator. Someone he's in the movie. I are being racist. No, I was. Come on. I was I was literally just watching behind the scenes. He was part of Shang-Chi. He might even play the dude that... Um, He's the silent, like, assassin guy in that movie that kind of trains him. You know who I'm talking about? And the face makeup. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of overlap with this to Shang-Chi. Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie Wu or Joy. I don't know that actress's name. It's something Wu. Like, they were both in Shang-Chi as well. Um, crazy Rich Asians. Who is Joy in Shang-Chi? She has a really minor role. She's like, she, like, pops up really quick. Oh, no. She's um at the restaurant when... uh. When Shang-Chi they're you know, it's like they go meet their friends that are like, Oh, what do you guys do? Oh, you still have that job. Oh,
0: she's their friend, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like in a in a suit, you know. No, I know. I'm just telling like you, a it's not the same choreographer. I just Googled mm. it. It's Andy Chang. Again, there's like some overlap with
2: stunt coordinator or something, but it's okay to admit that you're wrong though. Anthony's gonna uh, like. I just wait. I'm ready for the after the episode text when Anthony sends his his evidence. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just googled it. It's Andy Chang. It's not the same fight choreographer. Jake, it's gonna be over. He's saying he might have title wrong, but there's gonna be overlap. Okay, okay, yeah. There's overlap. No, it's cool. The universe is overlap.
0: Yeah. There's universes where you're wrong, too, Anthony. It's Jake, totally let's, not play, <laughs> let's not play the
1: game like, oh, you're wrong, and then you're going to lose that game every day. So, I don't let's, think so. come on. I don't think you I know.
0: will lose that game. Jake no.
1: jumped on antagonistic today. I know. He I
0: came get it. on. It's he just, woke up I, and chose violence. No, I just Googled one thing, and you're utterly refusing uh, our, to. Uh, no, you, I'm you saying out the, the
2: gates, <laughs> out the gates. Out the gates, <laughs> you no. weren't. Why? You've been. You just have it, man. I don't know I don't, why. I, don't,
0: it, I disagree. I'm, in this universe, in you're the Joe J-Jub-
2: Jubaki or, or whatever. J-Jubaki. I
1: think you guys are just super sensitive. Jakey Tupaki. Jakey Tupaki.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me and Tupac combined.
2: Yes. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Oh.
0: Well, how many Joe Pgs we giving it? Ooh. I'm giving it a six,
1: six easily.
0: Highly enjoyable.
1: Yes, six easy, easy six. I didn't get Multiverse of Madness a six. This deserves a six. Ooh. And also, Jake, here's your proof. What I I was just again. It was not your, you. You. Uh, he is it, it, the fight choreographer. I Whatever, I got the title wrong. He's the fight choreographer for Everything Everywhere All at Once in Shang-Chi. Andy Chang? Andy Le. I'm just saying, He's in. he was in both movies. That's all. That's okay. I'm saying. There's probably a similar style in there if we look for it. Yeah, i was just But no BMWs. The, I was just
0: saying he was the fight choreographer. That's all.
1: <laughs> You're the Thank one God. that yelled at me. So <laughs> I'm Thank trying God. to rectify
2: it. Thank you, God. can't a- can be rectified. <laughs> Thank God, a that uh there weren't so many BMWs in this movie, right? Because
0: otherwise, it'd bring the rating down. <laughs> yes. yeah, it would, for yeah.
2: sure. Um, I think
0: that's my one criticism: is I needed more BMWs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you know guy? that
1: scene where she's her and uh, Wayman are talking in like a Winnebago almost like it's like a they're in a big van. It just looks yeah. like a huge van. Yeah. They didn't film that scene together. Like it's green screen like in half like hmm. they, it was like pandemic time and they couldn't even be like next to each other. But it's like a heavy scene and they're like acting <laughs> yeah. against each other. It's pretty cool.
0: You can tell actually, and I swear to God, you can tell it's filmed during the pandemic Because in the scene when they're looking at the black donut and they're all wearing white, the Mm -hmm. people in the back are wearing face shields. Uh, (laughs) Watch it again. They're wearing just the normal plastic face shields. They're nothing crazy. (laughs) Regular face shields. And uh, but it kind of
1: fits in with the theme of where they are, right? Because of where they
0: are. But if you look at it, trust me, it's just a face shield with the plastic visor, and so you could tell it's filmed during the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome that they're like, we need a reason for people to be masked up and looking crazy. Exactly. (laughs) What better reason than a
0: pandemic and a multiverse movie?
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Maybe there's a universe where we're not all stuck inside and going crazy. Maybe.
1: Wait, so Cody, what did you give it?
2: Oh, I didn't give it anything. Oh, whoops. Um, I'm going to have to go easy six. Uh. Definitely. I can't even. I was thinking about trying to pull your legs and give it a lower score, but I just can't. Why? Even do you that. do that all the time, yeah, why is that your ex- go-to <laughs> thing? I just like, uh, I love, I will honestly say that this might be like my favorite movie in the past couple years.
0: Yeah. I, I would, I That's would. It's a great one. It. Original as fuck one of the best
2: movies ever. Citizen Kane level. Mm. (laughs) And Balls of Fury level. I hate that movie.
1: (laughs) Would you want to see, like, would you want, I feel like these guys, like, you know, you said the Russos produced this. Like, if the Russos could produce these guys making a Secret Wars movie, I think that would be pretty cool. You know, if they could, if they were allowed to handle, like, a property the way they wanted to, but, Because it would so. I mean, I don't know. That might just be dumb. That just might be diluting these guys from making more creative stuff. Because this movie looked nice. I'd rather see
0: more original creative content than mm. than these artists doing Marvel intellectual properties. You know? Yeah.
2: Mm. Because like, don't get me wrong, they're cool, but the creative and like artist created projects are tend to be have more heart you know what i mean yeah and For you can sure. get away
0: with a lot more like stuff to do and you have more creative control you don't have marvel breathing down your neck being like oh yeah. you guys gotta do this and you guys gotta do that
1: true but they would have like millions of dollars to play with at the same time yeah you know? but if
0: marvel wants you to do it a certain way i mean i'll right, like, Ed- right. edgar right like it's not mm. you know
1: but then like, you know you still look at like Guardians of the Galaxy and like James Gunn was uh, able to like still do a movie his way. It still felt that's James true. Gunn enough. And know? I would
0: say that that's almost like the only example because it's then you rare, have that. Yeah. Then you have the director of Eternals, but Eternals was such a shit show. It's like it almost doesn't matter that they get these amazing directors, right. but
1: then they still make them you, do like, it the way they want. Did you guys want. see Nomadland? Because Nomadland yeah, I heard that was good. Was same director, but it's also kind of like a boring, slow movie. You're now, you is that know, the one with not- Frances McNormand? Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: She poops in a trailer or something? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's not what that
0: is. <laughs>
1: that's the whole,
2: that's <laughs> yeah. the whole that's movie. That's the entire plot of the a lot movie. Plot of right? Nomad. Well, that's at least like the catalyst. That's yeah. what gets <laughs> things happening. That's in how she opens the
0: multiverse. She takes a giant shit <laughs> in a trailer. Yeah. Yeah, the Francis McDormand multiverse. <laughs> <point>. I <laughs> There's love never her a u- boring <laughs> Nexus
2: points. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a universe where Francis McDormand doesn't shit in a trailer. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <You know>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see a universe where she doesn't do that. Yeah. It's not a universe I want to
1: live in. No. Well, well, well on that note, yeah. uh, goodbye. Like Francis McDormand shitting.
0: <laughs> We bid you adieu. <laughs> adieu do. <laughs>
1: Little uh, poop humor for
0: you guys there.
1: <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyone Everywhere Smoking Blunts.
2: <laughs> Everyone Everywhere Smoking Blunts.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just, if you did like it, <laughs> please let your friends know to tune into more of our crazy episodes. Check out our website comicsandchronic.com. Go and give us a rating. Let us know what you think. Even if you don't like us, just still write it down.
1: Yeah. Do it. Do Do Write it down in a notebook. Be like, comics and chronics suck. No, graffiti like on a bathroom stall. Comics and chronics
2: suck. Or, or, uh, write it on a piece of paper Put that paper inside of the bottle Send the bottle into the ocean Yeah,
0: we'll get it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> We got Cody combing the seven seas
2: Yeah that, that, <laughs> Cody in his kayak just out there Yeah, just out <laughs> there <laughs> Looking for bottles yeah. Looking for messages <laughs> Message in a bottle <laughs> yeah, Christy yeah, dude <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you were oh, doing no, the police G song. In and a bottle. It wrong. Yeah, wait, a, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I got confused. I got, I messed up. I was doing Christina
1: Aguilera, but the police song wrong. <laughs> yeah. Prominent. You just <laughs> invented a horrific, nightmarish mashup of genie oh, sh- in a bottle and message in a bottle.
2: You're right, I did. Dude, and then, like, a door kicks down, and there's like some freak sting Christina Aguilera <laughs> oh, hybrid. <yeah. laughs> Dang, what have you done? I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well shit. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>